What's up? I'm B, and whether you're watching this on YouTube or you're listening to the podcast, I hope you're having an amazing day. Today, we've got some interesting things to discuss. As I spoke about two videos ago, Brittany Dawn recently did a podcast with her little girl squad, and I had thought that having five people in a room discussing the topics that they were discussing would be a lot to digest as we were reacting to it. So in my head, I'm like, all right, I'm going to listen to it. I'm going to take notes. I'll get clips. Like, we'll just do a recap. Then I started listening to it. And I feel like this happens all the time with Brittany Dawn specifically. I think I can do a recap. And then I start listening to the episode and I'm like, no, I literally cannot. I cannot make sense of this in a way that will not only be concise, but that encaptures or encapsulates all of the little nuanced things that I want to point out that are problematic or give us a signal of something being off. So we're gonna listen to the whole podcast episode. But before we do that, that's gonna be a separate video. I'm going to show you the vlog that Brittany put on her YouTube channel. It's called Christian Friendships, How to Make and Keep Godly Friends. And that has all of them in it. Brittany, Kelly, Emma, Farron, Christy. I remember her name this time. It's Christy. So they're all in this vlog. We're going to react to it so that way you can kind of see who I'm talking about. And if you're listening to the podcast, you can get introduced to them and I'll do my best to describe what's going on. I don't know what's all in this vlog, but um, they did this camping vlog. And then while they were on this camping trip, which is really a cabin trip, it's not camping. Um, but they, they all went to a cabin together to celebrate Farron's birthday. And while they were there, they decided to record a podcast episode. So this is where they did that. We're going to watch it. We're going to react to it. We're going to get introduced um, or reacquainted with some of our main characters for the podcast episode. And before we do that, I want to show a video that Farron posted to her Instagram. I want to say a huge thank you to Maria for sending this to me on Instagram because I think it just so clearly proves my concern when it comes to Farron. Obviously, these girls deciding to be friends with Brittany already like gives me a bad vibe. And I'm like, all right, well, if you want to be associated with this person like openly and willingly and you are comfortable being publicly associated with her and being on her social medias, I already have some pause about the quality of your character. That's one thing. But I sincerely believe that Farron is at risk of religious mania or potentially going into a manic episode because of her beliefs. And that sounds so serious. And I don't like saying anything about somebody having um, like any sort of mental health issues or speculating on stuff like that. But I can react to what I see publicly. And that's how I feel about the things that she posts. So we're going to go ahead and watch this video from Farron. I have, of course, seen it already, but there are some points that I want to talk about as she gets to them in the video. And then we will move on to reacting to Brittany's vlog, which I have not seen before. Oh my gosh, I almost forgot to do win for the week. So let's go ahead and do that. And then we will watch Farron's video. If you are new around here, a win for the week is where you just share something positive that happened to you over the past week that you would consider a win. Big or small, whatever it may be, just something that brought you joy, made you laugh, that made you feel grateful, that you had fun doing, 
whatever it is, I want to hear it and celebrate with you. If you are watching the YouTube video, you can leave it in the comment section down below. And if you are listening to the podcast on Spotify, you can leave it in the Q&A section for this particular episode. My win for the week is happening today, and it is that we are going to the last Cardinals game of the season. Look, they don't have the greatest record. Um, they're not super successful this season or in many other seasons, but my husband all last year was talking about how uh, this football season he wanted to make it a point to go to a game. And up until this point, it just hadn't happened. But his birthday is coming up. And for some reason, I just decided to check on SeatGeek and see if there were any interesting things going on, like in Arizona that we could do for his birthday. He doesn't really need a thing for a gift. Like, you know, I feel like as you get older, it's harder and harder to buy gifts for people. But anyway, I'm like, I want to give him an experience instead of buying him something tangible. And I saw the tickets and I found really good ones. And I'm like, yep, let's go. That is what we're doing. So that's what we're going to do today. I'm really excited about it. And that is my win for the week. And I cannot wait to hear yours and celebrate with you. Now let's get into Farron's video. Okay. Okay, another car chat. Y'all, I love you so much. And I can say this because this is my testimony. I believe with my whole heart that the blood of Jesus gave us authority over sickness. All sickness comes from the devil and he was defeated on the cross. When Jesus died, he went down to hell and took back the keys and gave them to his children. I am hearing over and over again, I was sick. I went through the flu, all of this stuff. Look, I know, I know God has given me a mission, a personal mission to, to share this testimony. My family doesn't get sick because, you know. First of all, ma'am, you are driving. Like, please pay attention to the road. Why are you filming with your flash on or a light on in the car? Like, you can see the redness in her eyes coming from a flash. Why are you driving like that? That is unsafe. Second of all, her family doesn't get sick. Okay, so we're setting up the premise that because you are such a good Christian, you believe in Jesus so much that you have the capability to prevent any sort of sickness from afflicting your family. That's all well and good. That's convenient, like when you have a 24-hour bug. And, and I think as a Christian, maybe I'll get some flack for this, Um God can do anything. Like, I believe in God. I believe that God can do anything. God can have an impact on our lives that we don't even fully understand. And he can bless us in ways that logically don't make sense. But to say that because you believe sickness comes from the devil and you have power over the devil because of Jesus's death on the cross and then resurrection is just not something that I believe to be biblically sound. Because why would that not be included in the general concept of Jesus telling his followers that they will endure hardships? That like we will ha have to go through things that don't make sense, that are hard, that are sad, that are like just devastating, but it's okay because we can rely on our relationship with God and with Jesus to kind of help us 
push through these things and find a deeper purpose in some of them. Like, why would sickness be excluded from that? Biblically, I don't align with this and it doesn't make sense to me. And again, please pay attention to the road. What we do, I just have to tell you the difference. When you get sick, I know y'all know that feeling. You swallow and you're like, (gasps) you know, you know, it was not that one way the last time you swallowed and then you swallowed and you felt it come. And then you start saying, oh my gosh, I'm sick. Uh, It's strep throat. I'm, I'm going to get the flu. It's the flu. And you're speaking those things. The enemy is tempting you with a symptom. As soon as I have that feeling, I say, I am covered by the blood. Devil, you are trespassing. You are trying to come against a legal territory. There is a legal contract in this spirit that says my blood paid for sickness. And I have seen. I think Farron is probably where Brittany gets her little focus on legalism from um, with the whole like you give the devil legal rights to take over your body if you dress up on Halloween. I don't think that is something that Brittany would have ever thought before she had this relationship with Farron. And now it's like what they're focusing on as if the devil is bound by law. Like, oh, the devil understands a legal contract and is going to respect it. This is this is foolishness to me to tell somebody that when you start to feel a scratch in your throat, that is the devil tempting you with a symptom. So you're effectively a bad Christian if you get the flu. This in my family, anytime my boys come home from school with a cough, we say, y'all, y'all know who, I, who I've shared this with. We say, cough, go, devil, go. And it does not get worse. It does not turn into anything because what you are speaking holds power. It holds power. And I'm telling you, if you would, if you would get the belief in you of the word of God, that it says by his stripes, you are healed. It says in Psalm 107, 20, he sent his word and healed him. I just have to laugh because if you are seeing the caption, she says Psalm 107, 20, which is chapter 107 verse 20 but the captions did it as a date like 010720 and I'm like yeah you must be real passionate like this must mean a lot to you that you put a lot of detail into making sure it's presented in a in a way that makes sense no you're just ranting in your car putting captions on it and then uploading it because why I don't know but we're getting into a territory where you're going to make people feel a lot of shame and a lot of doubt about their belief in God. I wonder what Farron would tell Brittany if she really does end up being infertile or if they do struggle with fertility issues. Is it that Brittany doesn't believe in God enough? Is it that she's a bad Christian? Is it that she's a bad person? Is she succumbing to the devil's temptation? Like, I think you have to come from a really privileged space to say that sickness comes from the devil. And if you condemn the devil and you say, go devil, go, you'll be fine. Because there are plenty of people who are devout believers in God that have chronic illnesses, that have fatal illnesses, that have cancer, PCOS, thyroid conditions, like people struggle with their health and they would do anything to make it better. Like speaking from somebody who has a chronic illness, I wish that I could just 
take it away like that by saying, go devil, go. But that doesn't change the fact that I have a chronic illness. Like that's not going to make it go away. And that doesn't make me a bad Christian or an unbeliever or somebody who is falling into the temptation of the devil. It's just part of being a human and living on earth. And so for Farron to get on here and so boldly say that if you believe in God enough, you can say, go devil, go. If you have this belief in your gut, you can cure an illness is really gross. Like it's disgusting. And this is something that leads to people struggling with feelings of shame and doubt and guilt and being like, I'm not good enough. I'm not doing enough. I'm, I'm a bad Christian and maybe even a bad person because I'm struggling with X, Y, or Z. And I don't like that. I, one of my biggest issues with organized religion, which I, I fully, admit, like I am involved in organized religion. I go to a church weekly for me and my family. Like I feel like going to church on a weekly basis is just a really grounding thing. And it's beneficial, um, not only for spiritual growth, but like our growth as a couple to be able to go do that together and then talk about what we learned that week. Like I engage in organized religion, but I have a problem with organized religion when the effect of participating in it is feeling bad about yourself instead of looking for opportunities to grow and feel grounded and um, like it's a safe space. That's what I want it to be. I have an issue when we come on here and we say like, I know this is really important to you and like your religion is something that means a lot, but if you're doing this or you're experiencing this or you're struggling with this, then that's on you and you're a bad Christian and maybe you don't believe in God enough. That, That will never not piss me off. If you would declare those things and hang on to that as the final authority, that is it. I promise you, you will see a shift. If anyone else says, oh yeah, I had the flu or I think I'm getting the flu, you say no, no to the devil. (coughs) I say this because I love you. And I always know, I always know when the devil is trying to silence me because I get this dry spot in my throat and I can't talk. It happens a lot when I pray for people at church. And no, he doesn't get that right. Maybe you just get a dry spot in your throat because you're yelling. You ever thought about that? Maybe that's it. Not gonna silence me. He's not gonna give you sickness and disease. You are not defenseless. You have the word of God, which is the highest authority. Start speaking it. Find every single uh, scripture on healing and declare it out loud. And you tell the devil, speak out loud. Your voice conquers the enemy for you. Your voice conquers the enemy for you. Prayer is so powerful. That's why it's so powerful when multiples, two two or more are gathered and they pray. But your voice, you have authority. Both hands off the steering wheel. Over your body, over your family. Don't let it happen. Don't let it come in. When the moment it starts, you start saying, I am cleansed by the blood that Jesus paid the highest price for me to live in health and wholeness. And the enemy came to steal, kill, and destroy. And I have life abundantly. I am whole. I partner with God's perfect design for my body that we are we are a, a destroyer to things that come and attack our body. 
not the other way around. The enemy twisted it. He wanted to tempt you with a symptom. You are, your body is meant to be a destroyer. I felt it again. I either, <clears throat> I either feel the anointing of the Holy Spirit or I know when the enemy's trying to silence me because God's word is being spoke. And that means when you hear this, it's gonna activate and you have a choice. You have a choice. Are you gonna partner? Are you gonna partner with the word of God? Or are you gonna partner with the devil? You have a choice. I declare every single person under the sound of my voice, any symptoms of sickness and illness and disease <coughs> are null and void right now. I cancel them. I cancel them out of your body. And I say, you have been healed by the blood. Now believe it, receive it, and go for it. I have no other thoughts on this other than I am genuinely concerned for Farron and her family. I just am. And I'm not saying that she's going to do anything like dangerous or... Um, put her family's safety at risk. I'm not trying to make an accusation like that, but I am sincerely concerned for her mental health. If this is what she believes, if this is her sincere thought process and opinion, I am very concerned for her because it does seem a little erratic. It seems a little bit manic and a lot of harm can come from that. A lot of damage can come from somebody being in a place where they can't recognize that God can do miracles, but we also live on earth and some things are unavoidable. Some things are scientific. Like we just have to understand that if you're a Christian, like there's a balance here. You can say like, I believe in God and God could heal me in an instant, but also I I'm going to get a measles shot. Because science has progressed and there are people who are smart, who can help us and keep us safe and healthy. Like, in my opinion, as a believer, you've got to come to that balance here of, well, I, God, in theory, could protect me from getting tuberculosis. But you know what? Just because I am a human being living on Earth and I have logical thinking skills, I'm going to get a TB vaccine. I'm going to get that. Like, I, I just... I, I think that it's really easy to like make fun of Farron and be goofy about it and be like, oh my God, she's crazy. But on a deeper level, that thought process is a little bit concerning. And if she truly believes that, I hope that she is okay. And if she doesn't truly believe that, I hope that she changes her approach because she could lead a lot of people into some destructive thought patterns by presenting that on the internet as something that she truly believes. So those are my thoughts on Farron's video. And at this point, I am going to pause the recording just because we're getting ready to leave. And I want to make sure that I am ready at the time that we agreed to go so we can get down to the stadium in time and do all the things we want to do for the game. But if I get back early enough, I'll be in the same outfit and I'll record the rest of it tonight. If not, I might be in a different outfit and that's why. It's because we ended up being out a little bit late. But in any case, this will be a second for you. Just wanted to explain the potential outfit change. All right, clearly it is a different day. Sunday ended up running a little bit late, but we had a great time at the game and then hanging out afterwards. And it was an awesome way to celebrate Rick's birthday. Happy early birthday to him. Now it is time to react to this Brittany Dawn video. Let's go. 
YouTube and welcome back to my channel. Hi. I'm so pumped. I just packed in like 10 minutes flat. That has got to be a record, but I don't even care. I'm going on a girl's trip with my friends this weekend. We're going to Broken Bow. It's like a four hour drive from where we live. So let's get going. All of our stuff definitely would not have fit in my car. Yeah. It's like herding chickens. Hi, babe. I got some snacks. I know we're gonna do Hello? No. You need to scoot your seat back a little bit. Yeah. It's, it's really fun. Hey, babe, can I call you in a minute? I love you too. Bye. <laughs> this is hilarious. Okay, first of all, can you imagine a four-hour road trip with this group of girls? For some reason, it's giving me, like, camp vibes of all the kids being super excited to go out of town and just being so chatty and high-pitched and so just giddy to get there. And when you're a kid participating in it, like, it's super fun. It's the most amazing thing ever. But then if you're an adult who's a leader on the trip and you have to hear all of the kids, you're like, wow, all right, this is a lot. How much longer How much longer do we have? Okay. Like, I just can't imagine the decibel level in that car for four hours. That would be very overstimulating. But if you are listening instead of watching, they're just showing some B-roll footage. Brittany and her friends are packing up the car. They stopped at a grocery store and um, apparently got some like snacks or supplies, I'm guessing, because she says, my car is packed and she's showing grocery bags. <laughs> Now it's 8 p.m. according to the text on the screen. They're driving in the dark in the wilderness and uh, the girls in the back, I think it's Christy and Kelly, they've got their phone flashes on inside the car. Like not distracted driving at all. Totally safe. Totally safe. It looks like Emma's already there. She apparently drove separately. Probably a good choice. The choice that I would make if I were in her position. Maybe it's them. <laughs> Yeah, this will be cute. On the edge or right here. What did you do? <laughs> no. What if something happens? Um, we, we will be here. <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna lie, Christy. I'm a little scared. Okay. We got this. We got this. We got this. They decorated the cabin. I'm assuming that's why Emma went separately um, for Farron's birthday. And so they're in the kitchen right now and it says like, happy birthday. There's a banner on top of the island. There's balloons. Apparently one of the balloons got loose. And so they're going to try and get it down from the ceiling. And Brittany had some text on the screen that said like, not my best idea, but the Lord's protection. Ha. So this should be safe. Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> Brittany's <laughs> lifting that for Christy. And she has tongs. <laughs> you make sure her feet don't move. They got it down. Success. So fucking <laughs> cute. I can 
Let's talk about friendships, more specifically godly friendships. You see, God created us to be around people. He created us for community. It's something that a lot of people are either praying for or afraid that they will never find. And when I say that these girls, my best friends, are an answered prayer, it's because they are. The truth is, when I came to know Jesus, he pruned a lot of people out of my life. It was a refining that I needed, but it hurt, and it was really, really lonely at times. God had to do a work in my heart, clear out space, and prepare me to be the friend that my friends in the future would need. And let me tell you that sanctification is a process, and a painful one, but a very, very important one. God designed friendship to sharpen each other. Iron sharpens iron. And only Christian friendships have the ability to refine each other to look more like Christ because you are drawing from the well that never runs dry. Jesus. Who you surround yourself with matters. Who you allow to speak into your life matters. I mean, look at the Bible. Luke 5. Okay. She's speaking very quickly. Like there are no kind of like natural pauses for me to kind of jump in. So it's going to be a little bit choppy. I usually like to let someone get like a full concept out before I interrupt, but I don't know when when there's going to be a place for me to do that. So um, yes, like I agree that living in community is really important. And uh, I, like, I don't think that in general, you're meant to live life alone. I think you're meant to have other people to rely on. And um, in America, that can be really hard because we're typically... Uh, pretty individualistic and like we focus on our own selves and our own lives and there's a pretty big culture of like getting married and separating from your families and I do believe that there is um, like wisdom in that to an extent like yes you need to make your own lives and make your own decisions and make sure that you are doing what's best for you and your family that you're building but I don't think that that means that you just kind of completely separate or that families aren't important and having community with those people to rely on when you have nieces, nephews, kids, grandkids, taking care of your parents as they get older. Like I think those things are really important too. And I don't know that we necessarily focus on that too much in general. And I think that there are a lot of people in America who do that, who keep those connections and kind of build their village around their biological family. But of course, that's not possible for everyone, depending on the relationship dynamics. And also, I just think that in general, like I said, we're an individualistic society, like that's our culture. And so it's not necessarily the focus or what's modeled for a lot of people as they grow up. But that's families. Brittany is talking about friends. And yes, I agree that it is great to have Christian friends. I mean, I think it's great to have friends no matter what religion they believe in or don't believe in. I think that you can learn something from pretty much everybody. Like everyone um, is deep if you make them feel comfortable enough to show you that depth. Like everyone has wisdom and value that they can pour into your life. But specifically with what Brittany's saying about having um, friendships that make you more like Christ. Um, I think there are a lot of people who are not religious that model the values that Jesus had, which were loving people and being a good person and like taking care of those around you and being generous. I think that um, there are a lot of people who exhibit those traits Speaking as someone who's a Christian and has friends who are both Christian and those who are not, 
I will say that I value them equally, but there is something nice about having that shared connection with someone. Um, it's just like when you go out and you have fun or you go to lunch or you go to a movie or a concert or whatever, that's not necessarily something that might be on your mind is like, what religion are they or are they not? But when you're having like deep conversations and talking about like the meaning of life and your goals and like what's really important to you, sometimes there is more comfortability in having those Christian friendships because you have that shared value. And so you just kind of get each other, like you click in a certain way on that level. So it is nice to have friends who have that same shared value as you. Um, but at the same time, it's it can be difficult to make Christian friends because a lot of people, especially women in my experience, have experienced a lot of hurt by other women in the church, especially if you were a teenager or a junior higher in the church. Like you might have gotten in some situations that were pretty hurtful. And so it can be kind of difficult to want to seek out Christian friendships. But I just kind of took over that whole conversation. So let's hear what Brittany has to say. It is the story of how a paralyzed man's friends carried him on a mat to be healed by Jesus. When they couldn't find the entrance, they literally climbed up on the roof and lowered him down into the middle of the crowd right in front of Jesus. He was healed because of his friends, because of his friends' faith. And you're telling me that it doesn't matter who you choose to do life with? Proverbs 18.24 No, I don't think anybody's saying that. I think that um, it would be very odd if somebody was like, no, I think you should just hang out with whoever wants to hang out with you instead of making sure that you enjoy their company and they enjoy yours and they treat you kindly and they're the kind of person that you want to hang out with and be associated with. I think everybody kind of understands that the people you're around are going to have a pretty significant impact on your life experiences and the way that you view the world. So it's pretty normal to like not be best friends with everybody you come across. There is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. The friends that God wants you to have aren't the friends who are only there for your highlight reels. They are also there for your darkest moments. They don't sit around and gossip about. Also, in the background of all of this, it's just them like hanging out at the cabin. It looks like they're filming TikToks right now or Instagram reels being goofy, just, you know, having a girl's night other women or even you when you're not in the room they edify and encourage you they speak life into you they're the kind of friends who are going to love you for everything that god has made you to be but also call you higher when they see you being led astray there was some footage of Brittany getting ready for bed taking some medicine and then it says we spent our morning doing a bible study and getting in god's word together We've all got upset tummies in here. What are they, gingers? So good. It's ginger and B6. These are all natural, and this, these are yes. for my pregnant mamas, okay? Um, it really helps with the nausea. Gimme, gimme. And then if you have I just a little upset make them. tummy. They're going to think I'm prego. Oh, yeah. No, she's not pregnant yet. What? <laughs> that was such a, the, like, the reaction of a five-year-old. <laughs> Kelly's 
Kelly has these like natural candies, I guess, for nausea because they all have upset tummies. And she's like, these are for my pregnant mamas. And Brittany goes, aww, gimme, gimme. And like holds her hand out and grabs like a, like a toddler, like, being like gimme, gimme. Um, and then she takes it and puts the camera on herself. And it's like, they're going to think I'm pregnant. Literally no one who watches your content is going to look at this scene and be like, oh my gosh, she must be pregnant because we all know this is not how you would announce it. You would not announce that you were pregnant by being like, give me, give me a ginger chew because my tummy hurts and these are what you give pregnant moms, Kelly. We'll be soon in Jesus' name. Maybe I am pregnant right now. Maybe that's why. You're not. I don't know. I could be. You could be because we don't start our periods. Oh, they do not chewy. Ow, that hurt. Did you hear me? It's hard. Ow. Apparently her and Kelly, maybe, their periods are synced up. (laughs) It says our periods are synced up on the screen. So um, I think that was Kelly talking. Uh-uh. Uh, because we start our periods in what? A week and a half? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Oh, wait, y'all are synced up? Yeah, we're synced. We're synced up. Synced <laughs> together. Have you had fun this weekend? Best weekend ever. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> wait. Oh! Now you're probably asking, okay, well, how do I make these friends? How do I find godly friendships? And I want to leave you guys with a few practical things that I did that led me to this season of life. The first one is I put myself out there. I know, such a wild concept. Learn to get out of your comfort zone. I don't have a problem with that, to putting yourself out there. Yeah, of course, it's how you make friends. Like, you got to put yourself out there to uh, meet people that you wouldn't meet if you were just like hanging out at home or completely keeping to yourself. I don't care about that. But I never addressed Brittany saying that these these girls were her best friends. You've known them less than a year. Clearly, y'all spend a lot of time together. Clearly, like, you're you're making content together constantly. You know, uh, Emma's doing modeling for Hazel and Lane. They're around each other all the time because they're posting about it all the time. So that's how we know this. But I want to know what happens, like... When you really need them, when something bad happens, when you disagree, when you get into a fight, when you see one of them doing something that you disagree with and vice versa, when, when one of them is like, hey, I noticed you're doing this and I, I, I feel like I, I kind of have an issue with that. Can we talk about it? Are you guys going to be able to have those conversations, to move past it, to actually be there for each other in a deeper way? That's not just getting together wearing glittery dresses and doing a Friendsgiving. Like, that's that's what I would consider the mark of a true friendship is when you guys can fight and work through it and be okay instead of just being like, well, we fought. Like, I'm done. I don't care about this relationship enough to actually put in the work to, you know, work through this and build a better and stronger relationship. That's when we're going to see the test of how deep this goes aka home and step into uncomfortable situations where you could possibly make friends. Just like you can't meet your future spouse at home, you're not going to make friends by staying at home either. I know this can be uncomfortable for introverts, but there is beauty in breaking out of what's comfortable for you. 
The next one is go to church and get plugged into community. I cannot stress how important this one is. We are called to be plugged into the body of Christ. Jordan and I have made the most incredible friends at our church home, and I also met two of my best friends at church. And here we are now doing life together. God is so strategic, but like I said, he's not going to send someone to your front door. I mean, he can obviously, but that's just not how it works. Invite someone to coffee. Make the first move. Chances are they're going to say yes, and then there you go. The beginning of a beautiful new friendship. And that leads me to my next one, which is be a good listener. More than ever, we all just need a friend. Like, can we be honest for a second? Someone that we can share our heart with and who understands. Someone who's just willing to listen. You don't always have to have the right advice or have the answers or know what to say. Trust the Holy Spirit inside of you to give you direction. Be willing to be vulnerable. Don't just show up and share all of your greatest moments and all your highlight reels, but be willing to open your heart up about your darkest areas too. Vulnerability is not weakness. It is a beautiful gift of strength. My best friends and I have deep heart talks literally every single time we hang out, and I'm not even over-exaggerating with that. I love it, every aspect of it. It's just who we are. We aren't here to act like we have it all together. We are here to pick each other up when we fall because life as a Christian isn't always easy. In fact, it's rarely ever easy. You are dying to your flesh on a daily basis. But having sisters to walk alongside you through the trenches, that is what banding together is all about. And my last point is pray about it. I'm sure you guys saw this one coming, but this is the best piece of advice that I could give you guys. And don't be afraid to be specific. God pays attention to the details. When I say I wanted friends who shared common interests with me, it's because for so long, I felt like a fish out of water. I felt like the weird one in the friend group. And then God flexed a little bit and sent me these incredible women who not only love having fun, but they love being in the presence of the Lord. They are women who are willing to make any moment holy and usher in his presence. Those are the kind of friends to be praying for. Good morning. It is the last. All right, all of those tips are reasonable. There wasn't one that popped up that made me be like, whoa, whoa, hold on, let's push back on it. So I don't really have a problem with any of those. Um, the only thing that I was thinking about was that she said all of these women love having fun and they love being in God's word together. And I just wonder how different these friendships would look if these girls didn't have social media presences. Like Farron does, you know, teaching moments in her car and she says that she's a preacher and so she's constantly posting about what it looks like to be a Christian and like what her beliefs are. Kelly is very into fitness and like a traveling nurse and so she's posting about that and really trying to build up her following that way. Um, Emma is a, a fashionista girl, like she's posting, here's what, like an outfit of the day to wear to church. Christy Kendall, whew, that's a... She's a story all in herself, but let's just say she posts about being like a holistic, natural mama. So all of these girls have angles on their social media that aren't just like, went and got coffee or, you know, like hanging out with the fam today. Like they all have angles that they are niching down into and pushing on social media. And the common thread is that they're all Christian. And so yeah, when y'all are together, it makes sense that they would curate the things that they're posting on social media to align with that. And so I just wonder, if none of them had Instagram, would you guys still be doing Bible studies in the morning? Would you still be getting together and hanging out as frequently as you are? Maybe they would, but, you know, I, it's just something that I'm like, hmm, would you? It's a question day that we are here we are packing up getting ready to leave i'm so 
crying like it's the last time they'll ever see each other. Next weekend, uh, we need to do a debrief. Oh, um, we have to wait a whole movie. week? Dinner? Well, no, yeah. Dinner for debrief and then movie. Okay. Yeah, okay. Friday. It's Sunday and they're literally making plans to hang out on Friday. I think you'll be okay. What a fun weekend, you guys. I love that I actually vlogged this weekend and got to take you guys through what it looks like for a girl's trip that is Holy Spirit-filled, Christian-led. Oops. When you're Christians, when you're pursuing the Lord together, when you're pursuing the kingdom hand-in-hand, hand, it is something that I know a lot of women are praying for. And honestly, for years, I prayed for it. And for the Lord to finally answer that prayer with such incredible women is just so refreshing. Anyone who's watching this that feels discouraged that you don't have friends like this, I want to encourage you to keep praying. Keep trusting, fast, believe, contend in the spirit for this because this is years of praying. I, for the longest season, felt so alone and so isolated and the Lord was so faithful to answer in the absolute perfect timing. I am going to go and pack. I am going to start laundry. I'm going to clean and do an entire reset in the house. And I love using Sundays as a way to prepare for the upcoming week. And I have Hazel and Lane inventory boxes that just arrived that I need to go through and start restocking and adding in some new items. As always, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us and stopping in on my channel, and I will see you guys in the next vlog. Bye. Bye. All right, so that was the camping vlog to prep us for next week's episode where we go through the podcast episode with all of them in it. As you could see if you're watching in the last few frames of their actual trip, they were um, sitting around filming that podcast episode. And so she was showing us the behind the scenes footage of that while she was doing a voiceover. So I am looking forward to it. I think it'll be a lot to parse through, but there are a lot of things that I heard just like in the first 15 minutes that I was like, Oh, we got to talk about this. And something else that just popped up, which I'll, I'll just kind of mention briefly because it came to my mind and I don't think we need to delve too deep into it. But um, with me talking about them all having like social media presences and personas, and that's kind of the thing that ties them together is that they are Christian influencers, some of them larger than others. I don't think there's anything wrong with having a relationship out of a common interest. And what I mean by that is I don't know if any of these girls would have been friends without having that common interest, but I don't think it's necessarily bad that they are friends because of it. Because it makes me think of um, when I when we were doing kinship foster care and we had monks and beans, there were some people that I was a lot closer with during that time because they also had young kids. And so... It's like you have that thing in common. You can text each other questions. You can be like, oh, there's a sale going on at Old Navy. These shirts are 50 cents each. Like, do you want me to pick you some up? Are you going to go? Like, you just have this thing in common that's such a big part of your life. And so I was a lot closer with some people during that time who I still have a relationship with, but I'm not in communication with them as frequently because that thing is no longer in common. So I don't think there's anything wrong with having friends because of certain circumstances, but 
I think Britney's really hyping these friendships up. And I just am curious how different they would look if um, some of those people didn't have social media or they weren't interested in being shared on social media, if those friendships would be as close. But who knows? That's just my conjecture and curiosity basically coming out. So you'll have to let me know what you thought of the vlog and what you thought of Farron's video at the beginning. That was a lot to take in. I'm interested to hear what you have to say about it. And if you are watching this on YouTube, you can leave it in the comment section down below. And if you are listening to the podcast on Spotify, you can leave it in the Q&A for this particular episode. And while you're doing that, if you would consider liking this video or subscribing to my channel or leaving the podcast or rating any review, that would be incredible. And if you have done any of those things already, thank you so much. I am so appreciative of you and I love being able to just sit here, hang out with you and talk about whatever. Thank you so much for watching or listening. Please be kind to people and I will see you in the next one. Bye.